0: Hey, welcome back, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Indo-European Faith and Folk Podcast. Uh, today, I'm, since I did Durer last time, I thought this time I would do Call of the uh, Oh, I'm um, the Sea Few, which is one of my favorite ones, and it, it includes one of the most mystical, uh, mythological uh, tales in the Irish Celtic uh, pantheon of uh, cycle of myths. And it is from the Finian Cycle, and it's about Finn McCool and the Boan Hazels and Fexpool and the Salmon of Wisdom and all those juicy characters. So, I, you know, I think I'll just get right into it and read. And as always, if I want to stop, explain something, I might stop and give you a little more clarification on something that I've written. So, so Cole is hazel, the hazel tree, uh, indicative of... The uh, wisdom and creativity that is gained by eating the hazelnuts and of course eating the salmon who eats the hazelnuts is the salmon of wisdom who is Fenton. So let me go ahead and just read it. Call is the great poetic mystery of mysteries in the H. Acme. Now in Acme, in case you don't know, is a is the um the groupings. Uh like in the runes you have the eights, uh in the Oum you have Acmes. And so there's uh, four Acmes of five views each. And so, uh, coal is uh, in the H Acme, and it is the third OM view in that Acme. Being the fourth, or the fourth, yeah, fourth. Being the fourth Oum in the second Acme, it represents the number nine because of five in the first Acme, and four in the second, and the power of returning ever to its roots in creativity. The initiate has found already the great poetic myth of the hazels and the streams that link ancestral wisdom and knowledge with poetry and magic. The call few is the mystery that births this myth, the, the hazel tree itself. Coal is the seed of creative impulse, found deep within the initiate, which sparks the divine conversation between the lower self and the higher, more evolved mind of the druid. The concept of initiation is one of change, conceived in Beth, nurtured through each Oam in turn, yet in coal does it truly find its meaning. For here does change find significance in initiation. Hazel is the creative impulse that opens the path to the upper world or other world realms of abundance and happiness. Though these are often clouded by the reflections of the things around us which we must, as initiates in the Druid Mysteries, train our psyches to disappear in order to see into the truth of a matter. Truth is ever-present. Creativity is the surefire path to finding it. But creativity is an exercise, not an idea, it is an activity. This is the key to its great mystery. The the initiate must work to unlock it, not simply contemplate its beauty and its complexity. Remember we must, that it is with action in the world of the five senses that we gain self-knowledge, which is the whole point of initiation, action. We do not simply listen to the music of the falling hazelnuts as they land in the streams and wells of Fex pool. We use our creativity to recreate this divine, melodious masterwork in our own way, on our own instrument. As initiates, one under, as an initiate one understands the unique way in which this creativity is formulated in his being. He realizes that he has certain talents and proficiencies. To use the use of these is auspicious. To ignore them and attempt to use unfamiliar tools with which one has no skill, is an affront to one's ability and one's creative impulse. The initiate will certainly broaden his skill set and learn new things, but all things have their own time. The initiate knows that at that at which he is truly created, creative and skilled, and works wonderfully to express his divinity in precisely such a manner. Coal is found in life where the spirit is permitted freedom. Strict adherence to dogma is stifling to the psyche and kills freedom. The Celtic spirit is ever championed the idea of fostering the free reign of the mind that wanders and wonders. The OEM grants the initiate the full spectrum of this ability. In all its access, it contains all possibilities. In fact, the art's craft or vocation of the initiate that can best be associated with the call OEM would be the musician, and in a modern sense, this would absolutely be the flutist or flautist. There is great magic in the way music and power of the breath are joined in the Owen. This creativity, this is creativity at its highest degree, and the initiate will learn exactly why with its use. The use of a Celtic whistle or simple recorder is highly recommended to start. Even a two-chamber flute has a very suitable pitch and timbre for Owen music magic. Coal is key to Oeveron, the Oam Song, for it is Coal where the music of the falling hazelnuts are heard to make the melodious magical songs as, as they fall into Conla's well, and with the creativity of Cole must the initiate recreate this divine druid magic with music. This becomes his mandate, his prime directive. In this manner does he communicate the names of the gods and the power of those names, for this is a two-way communication. Coal the Hazel is linked very intimately to Druidry in that poets are known to eat hazelnuts for creative inspiration. It is thought that if one eats the nuts, or drinks the tea made from them, the fire of creative inspiration is awakened within the mind and poetry rings out in their speech. This poetry is not the western idea of some rhyming couplets, but poetic speech meaning symbolic speech, magical speech. This is found in the darker arts of poetry, characterized by the dark goddess alliterating with the cold few, whose name is Kali, the divine hag, whose mysteries are those spoken in hushed tones due to their poetic and darker natures. She rules the time of the year that is darkest, from Samhain to Quetzalhain. This is the time of year when fire is most visible and most prevalent because the time is dark. The initiate will find that in Cole he will feel a meditative need to delve into a give and take sort of communicative conversation with the other. This after all is what the creativity of Cole is all about, a conversation or communication with otherness. This may be viewed as a higher self or your patron deity. For a druid likely this is Dagda, the druid's god. Initiate also understands that there is no qualms about whether he calls himself left-hand path or not. This is a personal choice. His actions and the way he treats his fellow man and fellow druid, and indeed the way in which he serves his community, dictate how he should be treated in kind, not his own self-chosen title. Druids are of both paths. Cole is key in describing the parameters for this, though this topic may be suited for another work. The kennings are first names of the Oams or the first names of the Oms are of import here to the Oms as well. We will leave them largely for his own creative discernment, though, as befits this OM creativity. They are given as follows, fairest, whitest tree, friend of nutshells, and sweetest tree. What may be alluded to or hinted at are a few things here, however. For Cahulin, it is the sweetest tree. He was a traveling young warrior, a poet, a lover. Beneath the hazel, he found shelter, food, inspiration, love, etc. Friend of nutshells may be referred to the closeness of the hazel tree uh, to the shell it discards. The fairest of trees alludes to its flesh, yet has other great mysteries compounded yet. Contemplation is required and rewarded. The initiate will find a parallel in the myths of Cahulin and the great fire in the head when contemplating the warp spasms of his battle fury. The heat in his head was enough to boil a hundred vats of water and spew jets of boiling blood from the top of his head, ten feet above in a crimson fountain, his eyes orange-red, with his body contorting from the heat. It took scores of women bearing their breasts to calm his rage and sate his anger and calm his ire. Though this is a different fire than the inspiration of divine poetry, uh, nevertheless, the metaphor is similar. Inspiration is the same. The initiate will find that Finn, as well as Ku and their men, were first warriors and secondly poets. They were warrior bards. Their inspiration was twofold, as was their creativity. Passion in battle drove their warp spasm, just as passion and love drove their poetry. Likewise, passion in life drove their magic, as is evident in their stories. This is a threefold mystery, also. Beneath the evident or apparent outer shape of most things is an inner, hidden, essential property, which may be hidden from the profane or uninitiated masses of humanity. Coal strips away the scales from the blinded eyes and makes the initiate aware of what lies beneath the surface's appearances. This is also true of most people, not simply of most things. People are rarely who we imagine or see them to be. Coal itself bears our preconceptions and lets us see people objectively, creatively. We can see people for who they really are and for who they are trying to be, not for who they have been in the past or for the mistakes they've made in their lives. The Druid comes to see people for the potential they possess, not for the rumors that swirl about them. Cole fosters such qualities qualities as articulation in speech and eloquence. This is, of course, tied again to creativity and poetry, yet further presses the uses of the fiery passion in educating one's psyche in the use of intellectual shamanic, shamanic practices such as Imbus Forosne, which is revelation of knowledge, uh, Tainum Leda, cracking analysis of a poem, and Kettle Dokanub, which is extemporary incantation. These are the three types of divin- divinatory shamanic practices that are found in Cormac's glossary. Cormac incidentally alliterates with Cole, so that's interesting. And they are authentically Celtic in tradition. Cole intimately relates the next few. Kurt also it and alliter- alliterates with it as well, as will be seen in many ways. There are many links between genius and madness, and decidedly between drunkenness and eloquence. The initiate finds value in both and finds truth in extremes so we can see that coal is inspiration and creativity but it's also uh, an effective uh, method for magic because we can manifest things through uh, mental activity, but those things are just the, the surface side of creativity. The deeper, hidden side is the thing that drives us to action, that desire uh, which may help us to create the thing that we imagine, that we create in our mind, and now then create in the world. So it's interesting, uh, when we see uh, the, the hazels that drop into the pool, um, they're nine. And we find uh, Cahulín uh, intimately linked with um, the Moragú, the battle crow, and another myth where it says that she loosed her tresses, or her braids, or curls, which were nine in number over the water, and she straddled the, the banks and urinated. And so, we, there is a, a type of eroticism there, uh, you know, letting her hair down and, 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 of course, discussing a function that is tied to her, uh, to her genitals. It's interesting, though, because uh, he is, uh, she is the, at one point called the wife of, or the spouse of, uh, and Doida, or the Dagda, who is um, endurance and steadfastness. But it's when these two uh, come together that uh, the type of energy that uh, Cahoolin, uh fosters is created. Uh, there's also the, the um, we talked about earlier in the earlier episode, in the Fern episode, Foundations, about Finn McCool and how he uh, traveled to the banks of the water because that's where magic and poetry and wisdom was to be found. As the Salmon of Knowledge, Fenton, uh, was said to uh, swim the, the pools of Fex pool and the riverbanks. And so we see that, that type of creativity there as well because uh, he journeys to find a fitting uh, master or tutor and he finds him in Finnegas. And so we have another tripartite symbolism there of Fentus. Uh, are Fenton, Finnegas, and Finn McCool uh, all in one small story, and uh, in, in, you know, gathering around an underworld pool. And so we might see that it's a tripartite entity as well, much like Odin Billy Vey in the uh, Norse Germanic. So, I don't know, those are some of the things I think about when I read this, and uh, Again, this is from one of my earlier books called O.M. Fire in the Head. It was previously published at uh, Smashwords.com as an e-book, and it is right now being worked up to be republished in uh, trade size. So, anyway, I hope you you all found it interesting, as I did. I hope you gained something from it, and maybe it will inform your um, spirituality in a way that uh, is uh, beneficial i hope you enjoyed the listening as much as i enjoyed telling it and uh, we will continue in our bardic uh, classes and uh, i thank you all for joining me as always ushte, happiness to you slancha, welcome